to the window, to the wall. Yo, what's up? What's up? What the fuck is up? Welcome back to MVH Podcast. Crazy episode today. I'll, I'll let Ernesto introduce him. We got Four Corners. Uh, you might know him as Four Corners or... <laughs> what? <laughs> what, what do you mean? What do you mean? You might know him as Four Corners. Or what? Four Corners. <laughs> okay. All right. Or the Raptors official DJ. The guy fucking kills it in the fucking... Oh, I almost called it the Sky Dome. In the ACC. The man's got oh, a ring. Oh, wait. Isn't it something else? The man's got a ring. He's got a ring. Whatever. Anyways, crazy, crazy, crazy conversation. Listen into this one. But also, please do not forget the fucking boys at Cycle Water. Keeping us hydrated day in, day out. It's always Cycle, baby. Smash. Welcome back to the MBH Podcast. Money Buys Happiness. Season 3, Episode 10. Yeah? You are correct. Oh, shit. Okay. Thank you, D. Thank you. Right, I always fucked that one up. So I'm like, you know what? And you even told me, and I still was second guessing it going into it. But, anyways, we won't get too crazy into it. Shout out Dean, by the way. Always keeping us fucking moving on the back end. Yeah, make sure we're blessed. Yeah, all times. We, we gotta, we're going to get a cam for him soon. It's coming season four. But, uh, appreciate it. Yeah, man. It's all good. Listen, we're here. Four Corners, what's going on, bro? What is up, guys? How you doing, man? Good, man. Yo, good, pleasure good, to have good. you here, yes. bro. Yeah, pleasure to be here. Pleasure to be outside, always. <laughs> always, always, always. always. Sun shining. Nice I have not been in my house for more than 10 minutes at a time since, like, the weather turned. That's I'm what I like this. to hear, bro. That's the influence we need right now. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Gotta get, get outside, outside, man. Yeah. Get outside. Yeah. Yeah. Things yeah. are closed, but the world is still open. You can still get some air, get some it's exercise. It's up to you. It's up to you, right? Yeah, man. Yeah, wise, exactly. words. wise words off um, the bat Love it Listen everyone knows you as Four Corners mm. But you go by Kirk as well that's Yeah I mean Kirk is my real name yep. I don't introduce myself as Four Corners I think okay. that's weird <laughs> Okay sorry my bad Kirk so, No no I mean people call <laughs> yeah. me all yeah. variations of it But like yeah when I say hey I'm, I'm like hey I'm Kirk Not hey I'm Four Corners the Raptors DJ Producer artist I don't do that okay. I just like yeah Just throw your whole IG bio when you introduce know, right? yourself Yeah. yeah okay yeah. well Kirk nice to have you here man Yeah man good to I be mean, here I uh, mean I've, uh, I've seen you over the years I, I'm a huge Raptors fan uh, Anthony is as well I used to go to the games almost religiously as well And I know we spoke about um, me just checking you out Throughout the game I'm like yo this guy's having a blast This guy's got the <laughs> yo, best fucking the job. Best job This guy's got the best job He's just playing tracks Watching the Raptors And well, everyone's showing him love Let me put it like this I love music I love basketball. I get a chance to put them together and like actually do that as part of my world. There's nothing. Do it, do there's nothing better. Yeah. That's, yeah. But like, how did like this is gonna go way back now, maybe? But how did you get that opportunity before we get into everything else? <laughs> yeah. And how long I you been doing it? For I had that. You know, I had that. It's the second question that everybody asks me usually. Second yeah. most popular question. The first being, do you know Drake? Yes, I know. <laughs> yes, I know Drake. We we'll probably get there too. The second question is, how did I get the Raptors gig? So much so that I made a YouTube video about it because like, nice. it's just such a thing yeah um long story short the miami heat had a dj by the name of dj Irie. he was the first team dj as far as i know but definitely the first nba team dj and the brass from the raptors saw him went down to a game in miami saw him doing his thing and were like this is cool like the way this works into the game presentation is dope this could probably work in toronto but who the fuck do we get because they're (laughs) not in the scene they don't know what's popping they don't know who's out but at the time i used to do a lot of work with roots canada cool and i used to dj in their stores and then they would have when they had that massive uh yorkville location they don't have it anymore but they used to have a really big location in yorkville and they would do um licensed parties okay for like tiff and just various sponsors and various things like that. I was playing a party for a wine company, like a wine tasting. Nice, okay. And the VP of marketing from MLSE, the company, uh, company that owns the Raptors, was there, and she saw me, and she was one of the people that was yeah. in Miami, so she's like, oh shit. Okay, she's matching me in the car. <laughs> yeah. And was just like really blown away by how I was playing all kinds of music together, like blending it, and she's yeah. like, shit. That's what we're looking for because there's like people from all walks of life at games. It's yeah. not like a club. It's not like a specific party. It's literally kids to senior citizens. Yeah. So you got to make everybody happy. Yeah. So she was like, yo, the way you're doing it, that's sick. Would you be interested in DJing at the Raptors <laughs> games? I was like, come on, man. Give me the come pen. on. Where do I got to <laughs> sign? I'll yeah, sign. Yeah, I'll sign right now. No, so it was a process and yeah. I had to harass her a bit and like make sure she didn't just, it wasn't just like a wine conversation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But worked it out, got the opportunity to give it a shot and... Um, they were like, all right, cool, let's keep doing it. And then, okay, let's do it for this season. And yeah. then it just, they're okay, are you down to come back for the next season? And so on and so forth. I'm going into season number 17 right now. Damn. Yeah, yo. Okay. That's crazy. Yeah, because I was going to say, like, I think, I think, like, just from the earliest games that I can remember, like, you were there. Yeah. Well, like, I'm in the dirt now since 05, yeah. bro. And the stadium was, has been bumping. Yeah, like, it's, the it's energy. Time. It's a different kind of energy in there now. So right? that's yeah. what they saw. 
that they were doing in Miami. And yeah. like now at this point, I was the second NBA DJ. Okay. At this point, almost every team has a DJ. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Because, I feel like for sure. Yeah, pumps, because yeah. it just, it works. It's such a, I mean, hip hop and basketball are married. Yes. And when you bring that DJ, live DJ element into any situation, much less a sporting event, yeah. it raises the energy, especially for right. And then even like, a, I, I, I've, always, I've always wondered this and now I get to ask you the question. Mm. Like, is that you playing like the, like the the, ch the little chants in the background. Oh no no, like, no 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 no. Okay, because I'm like Dan. If he's got to do that too, <laughs> you know what? This is I have. Insane. I have. When okay. we play games, like the team does exhibition games abroad sometimes. So yes. we'll usually do a couple games across Canada. Like yeah. we'll do Calgary or Edmonton Vancouver, or Vancouver yeah. or whatever. And then not last year. This time is all a blur right now. But the last time we had, a, like right after we won the championship, we did some games in Japan. Yes, yes, yes. And all of those ones, I'm doing everything. So I'm Gee, doing okay. all the defense and all those chants <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and the music. Damn. That shit's intense. Yeah. I don't get to watch the game that much when I'm doing that. That's what I was going to say. But I have to watch it, but I can't watch it. You're like it's focused yes. on the on other yeah, things. Focused on the logistics of the yeah. game, yes. not so much the enjoyment of the game. Whereas yeah. at, at home, of course. we have it all set up that like, yeah. there's somebody else that does those parts. Yeah. Yeah. And I play the actual music. Yeah. So you get a so fun part. In between, I can just get ready for my next thing. Yeah. And then I sit back and enjoy the game. And then, all right, cool, boom. I'm back, back in. in. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I'm curious. How long How long have you been an artist, DJ? Like, what um, got you into the world, that, that whole scene? Because it's, it's a pretty interesting scene to be in. You know what's in. fucked up? I'm, I'm, um, I just realized this week, actually, I've been DJing for 25 years now. Wow. wow. Like, if, like my entire life. Yeah, congrats. That's massive. Yeah, congrats. I don't remember not being a DJ. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. And um, I got into it essentially just from falling in love with DJ culture. Like, cool. I just, seeing DJs on TV, and then like getting into going to clubs and parties and stuff and just like the dopeness of it all and like the fact that like you walk in the room and everybody's having a great time and that guy it looks like he's having more fun than everybody else <laughs> but he's also in control of the mood of the whole room yeah. i was like yo that's it that is it it's a cool I just, position to be yeah. yeah and i just got to like become acquainted with some of the local djs that yeah. were killing it um that are like ended up being my mentors and like helping me get into the game and understand what it, it what it was yeah and like what was needed and what i had to you know yeah, yeah. what uh what dues i had to pay yeah, yeah. <laughs> to get Fact. through that pretty cutthroat to, to get in there right like it, we were talking off camera about residencies and stuff and no. i know the work it takes it was worse before yeah it was worse sure. before because when i started it was like late 90s early 2000s and i was like the kid trying to like get on yeah and back then you had to have records like it was like physical vinyl damn. records and there's yeah. only so much of that to go around, like yeah. the new records that will yeah. come out. So I, you got to go to the record store every Thursday, because that's when they come out. Damn. And you got to stand there and wait. And then all the big dog DJs come in, and they have their records already put aside for them by the staff that they just look through a little pile. Yeah, 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 I don't know. And then they throw their scraps back. Wow. And then we're like trying to get the scraps. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And like that was part of the pain to do. So yeah. it doesn't exist now. It's still tough. Yeah. But like. Different. That's a whole nother level of tough. Oh, like if you didn't have the song, yeah. if you didn't have the record, you didn't have the song, you couldn't play it. Yeah. Even if you got the gig, the next DJ that had more records than you was like better than you. Damn. So even if your skills are better. Yeah. Damn. They had the music. They had the music. Shit. Like imagine not having the hottest records. Yeah, that's fucked. That's and trying fucked. to play a DJ set <laughs> yeah, to make people sad. happy and somebody else has those records. Even if they're garbage. <laughs> yeah. If yeah, they yeah. got those records, they have they're wanting up in you right now. Damn. So well, like well, these guys well, got there's, some, there's some DJs out there that'll just play bangers, just straight bangers. Yeah. And you look mm. at them like, oh, that's a good DJ. And realistically, just right. play bangers. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Take that back to then. Oh, those my DJs God. probably wouldn't even have those bangers because they'd yeah. be low on the totem pole, like where I was when I started. You have to work your way up to get the bangers. Yeah, that's crazy. I, yeah. I had no idea so, that was even a different talk, world. Going yeah. back to, to 17 seasons with the Raptors now, mm. that's that's insane. Like that's crazy. Congratulations! When on I look that. back now, I'm like, holy shit! That's, yeah. a, that's crazy. Congrats. Congrats. Crazy Congrats. experience, Congrats. right? I, I mean, you've seen a lot of things that a lot of DJs probably have never seen before, might not even get to see, right? So, yeah. while you were doing the the um, the Raptors stuff, were you still actively looking for residencies and trying to keep busy in other ways, or were you like full time? This is nah, Raptors, that's a misconception. Well, I know a lot of people know me mainly from the Raptors yeah. because it's like a really big yeah. thing. It's a brand, right? But yeah, yeah. And I, I totally friggin' use that shit. <laughs> yeah. Like crazy. <laughs> Who would? 100%. Yeah. But yeah. I've been a club DJ longer than that. Okay. And that only ramped up my club shit. Like Fair. me using that branding to oh, be able to now present myself to the world and be like, yo, the Toronto Raptors official DJ. Places that I'd not been, that they don't really have... They don't know, like people there don't know anything about me. Mm -hmm. They know about the NBA. Of course. They know about the Toronto Raptors, especially yeah. as the Toronto Raptors have like gotten more and more 
popular, yeah, good, yeah. what have you, Drake getting involved, all that yeah. stuff. Yeah. Just like raise the profile of that, which raised my profile. Facts, leverage, yeah. man. It's huge yeah, leverage. Hell yeah, hell yeah. yeah. I mean, I always tell DJs that are trying to hit me up, they're like, yo, how do you do this? How do you do that? It's like, yo, bottom line is you got to give people a reason. Yeah. yeah. Like in anything, you got to mm-hmm. give people a reason. Why should they spend extra money to bring you? Why yeah. should anybody book a flight, book a hotel, and pay you a premium to come and DJ in their city? Mm-hmm. If what's you don't give them that reason, yeah, it's the not value? their job to Where's give the value? you. Yeah, yeah, they have to see the value. It's your job to provide that value. So, so I guess the the, the Raptors kind of um, being on your back there, like mm. that's huge for you. That's giving you opportunities left, right, well, and center. Well, I use that. Yeah, I leverage that. So like, has that 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 situation itself given you opportunities? What do you mean? Like just being the Raptors DJ, not having to really say it. Maybe like any collaborations through the Raptors itself, have they helped you with that? Um, Well, no, I do a lot of work with the Raptors outside of just the games. Like I do tons and tons of work with them, but that's part of my position and part of what I've grown my position to be. Like I come up with ideas of why don't we do this or how can we do that? Or they come up and ask me, would you be interested in? And it's just grown. We've developed my role there over the years because prior to me, there was no DJ. And I guess that's you now providing your value back. Uh, aside from you killing it at the games, you're coming and saying, "Hey, we should try this. We should yeah, do that. Also whatever, creative, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, you gotta in in life, and like I'm gonna lot of, drop a lot of gems because like yeah, I always do. It. do it. Um, value is everything, yeah. and you gotta put yourself like I'm not just the Raptors. If I were to say I don't want to do that anymore, they're fucked. They have to like go through a whole yeah like thing to get somebody else to be able to do half of what I currently do. Let's wow. go. Cool. You know what I mean? Let's go. Cool. Yeah. Like, you, you make yourself valuable on. enough. Yeah. It's difficult to be replaced. Yes. You know what I mean? So I'm not, I'm not replaceable over there. Mm-hmm. I mean, they would have to, I mean, they would, the, the Raptors would still maintain and go on. Of but course. it wouldn't be the same thing. And then it would take them a lot of work and like, trust and effort to even find the right person and like groom them and what have you. you yeah, know and I, mean? I guess, Versus and I guess what it is that I do. 100%. Already, and, it's clockwork. And people, we built it. And people yeah. know you though. Like at the end of the day, people know you there. Mm. Like, you know, and whether they know you in person or not, like when, when fans show up there who have never met you, they know Four Corners. For sure. They, they, you walk into the stadium, you know the vibe. It's your personal so brand, right? It, it, it's yeah, what, so it's what, what you've been working on for. Right, and, and again, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that like if I wasn't doing it anymore, people wouldn't go to the games anymore. I'm not that yeah, fucking no, but there's an effect. No, there's but there's an effect. what I do is important to what's happening, and like the way that I do it has been created by me and a couple of individuals that work there with me. Yes. And to fill these shoes would be very difficult. 100%. At this point, 17 years in, like. That's, that's tough. tough. You know what I mean? That's tough. Yeah, that's and, tough. and that's yeah. by design too. Like I always want to make sure that I'm like valued and valuable. Yeah. So that it's not just, like this is from day one I realized getting into this game. I'm not just ever trying to be the DJ, I'm mm-hmm. four corners. Facts, yeah. So like, you can replace a DJ with another DJ. Mm-hmm. There's only one Four Corners. Yeah. And like I, I work hard on making sure that that brand is strong enough that anything else is not going to be quite the same, and people are going to notice. So okay, so touching on that brand, the name, I have to ask. Yeah. Where did it come from? Um, a few reasons, but the main one is I always wanted to travel. Cool. Like my main goal when I first started DJing, after I realized, okay, cool, this is sick. I was like, but why are these guys all just playing in Toronto? Mm-hmm. There's DJing everywhere. Yeah, you know what I mean. There's cl- there's parties everywhere. There's clubs everywhere. So I wanted to like expand that, and I was like, vision board type stuff. Yeah. And I I came across the saying Four Corners of the World. Yeah. And I was like, if I make my name that, I say it every day. It's gotta happen. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that so, manifestation. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So I did that, and now I've been everywhere, dude. And so, okay, well then that, that was leading to my next question was, okay, so what are some of the coolest places that you've DJed or maybe thought you would never be, like uh, just man. in general? There's tons of places that I yeah. thought I would never be. There's some, some that were like super on the hit list. Okay. Um, but like, I don't know, some of my favorite places like Paris, uh, Dubai, Marrakesh. Shit, Marrakesh, um, come on. Where else? Like, honestly, dude, man, the list is so yeah. long. Yeah, I could Shanghai, imagine. Tokyo. You did like, the F1 in Dubai, right? Uh, yeah, it? Abu Dhabi. That's crazy. That's insane. Yeah. That's crazy. With Drake, which That's was sick. Insane. Like, that was a really, really dope moment because Damn. Drake was performing, I was DJing, and, like, all the men that were there was like, it was such a Toronto thing yeah. for That's us to look around and be like, oh, shit, we're, all here. we're <laughs> running Abu Dhabi right yeah. now. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. a bunch of kids from the six are running this shit. That's like, crazy. everybody's there for us. It was and that's dope. when it kind of hits you that, like, yo, we can go anywhere and do this shit. Do oh, anything, yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Absolutely. So, that's cr- so, 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 I actually want to go into his personal brand yeah, a little yeah, bit yeah, because I noticed that you kind of have an umbrella of brands. Yeah. Right. Um, you have 4K drip clothing. <laughs> yeah. Right. 4K drip. Yeah. Um, what's that about? Why did you decide to go um, into that? It's like merchandise 
but not quite just regular like artist merch. I try okay. to make it more like a clothing brand. Beautiful. So that you don't even necessarily need to know or care about Four Corners to enjoy that. Okay. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? It doesn't just, it's not just a t-shirt with my face on it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Which yeah. is cool, but like, it's other than that. It's another piece of your brand that people can kind of yeah, have. Yeah, people that are, people that like my brand or like are into what it is that yeah. I do can enjoy it. Yeah. People that have no clue what the fuck it is that I do or yeah. who I am can yeah. still look at it and be like, oh, it's a sick shirt. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I saw that you also have um, a record label. Yeah, Jane Shepard. So why did, you, why did you start that? Is that something that you're looking to help others that are trying to get into the space as well, try and maybe shadow what you've done? Um, eventually, eventually. Yeah. It's kind of part of my exit strategy, I guess, nice. for when I want to not do everything that I'm doing right now. <laughs> of course. <laughs> but initially, it's just a platform for me to release my own music through. So like, even I'm entertaining record deals, but I'm not super enthusiastic about that because yeah. I like the freedom and the like ownership that comes with being indie. Mm-hmm. But um, so I built Jane Shepard to be that, and that's the vehicle through which I release all of my music. Cool. And then at some point, I may partner with a distributor or a major label or something. Yeah, if um, it makes sense. And at that point is when I'll be able to be more in the position to help other artists. Cool. And like sign artists and you know yeah. really put on for them, but like I'm not really trying to put on specifically for anybody else while I'm still putting myself on. Yeah, yeah. And like this new it's a full time job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and like I'm very solid and known as a DJ as a producer. I'm newish. Yeah. As I said, 25 years DJing, like l- five years producing. Yeah. You know so what it's mean? like to make that to like bridge yeah, that yeah. gap to make so the that jump. So that shit evens like, out. I'm yeah. not really trying to like put any other put anyone else's career. On your under shoulders, my full responsibility yeah. at that time. So at this time. Yeah, yeah. But I'm, it's going great for me, though. I mean, yeah, it's going man. great for me. I <laughs> can drop records when I want, and I like have my channels and my partnerships that I, I work with to get it out into people's ears and in front of them, and it's working out great. Yeah. That's something I wanted to ask was how are you how are you marketing these sub brands? Let's say are you just using your personal brand to kind of push them? Yeah, everything. Four Corners is like the linchpin for everything. Yeah, cool. Dope. But. Um, beyond that, they all live on their own. Yeah. And as things happen, they all build up and help each other. I like that. You're not trying to attach anything to, you just want things to live on their own so that they're not affected by things that can happen, right? Like you said, if, if the Raptors decided one day, you're not the DJ, first of all, they'd yeah, be kind of Yeah, but Raptors is just still it's like just one, one account. It's just one thing, right? Under my Four Corners exactly. umbrella. It's a big one. It's like yeah. a very major one. For sure. But it is not the cornerstone of everything that I do. It's like And that's important. One right? You're not putting all your eggs in one basket. Yeah, yeah. Never, never do that. And, never and, do and that. And based on that, I know we were kind of speaking off off mic a little bit before we, or, you know, before we turned the cameras on, but we talked a lot about the ups and the downs yeah. of, of, you know, being an artist, being being in the in the creative field. Um, and then, you know, you throw fucking, you throw the pandemic on top of that, yeah. kind of really fucks it up. So I want to talk a little bit about that because I feel like we, we have a lot of creatives that watch us, you know, whether that's uh, artists, uh, DJs, photographers, videographers and whatnot. Um, and they deal with this a lot. A lot of them are also just starting off. So I think they'll learn a lot from just hearing kind of how you've dealt with it, your ups and downs mm-hmm. and sort of the way that you sort of tried to level it out and keep it, keep it going. Um, I mean, for what it is that I do, and I know this applies to a lot of other creative fields, it's the nature of the business. The shit is like a gamble going in. And yeah. You have to know that. Yeah. Like you, you know this is not just going to school, getting a job, and you work for that person until, you know, and hopefully get promotions and shit. That's not what we do mm-hmm. at yeah. all. Everything that comes in is a product of what we put out. Yeah. And that shit is not all under our control because it's still about people's opinion, about you know whether it's re- people are receptive to our ideas and our products that we put out, mm-hmm. and we partner with people. And if shit goes bad for them, then it goes bad for us. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, fair. So like as an example, I had a residency at the government, RIP the government, greatest fucking oh, club, fucking the unreal, ever seen. unreal. RIP. And I that fell that I had a falling out. So I left there and I went to. Do you guys know of Circa Nightclub? Yes, yeah. of okay. course. <laughs> So I went from there and left there and then Circa snatched me up immediately. Wow. Because I, like, I knew I'd be fine. Yeah. Like I, yeah. I've solidified my brand that I was like, yo, I'm not vibing what's going on right here. <laughs> and I would rather, and this is something that I always tell people too, is like, I would rather stay home <laughs> yeah. than be in a situation that makes me unhappy. Yeah, facts. So yeah. I was unhappy with the way things had moved. So I was like, you know, I'm a step away from that. Mm-hmm. I'll be okay. And then two twos, Circa snatched me up. Boom. Just like Boom. that. Yeah. Circa was killing it. Yeah, 
and then Circa was not killing it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so that's how it goes. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Circa yeah. was a big, for those who don't know, Circa Nightclub was a gigantic was mega huge. club right in the heart of downtown, in the middle of the club district, yeah. which was a tough sell because mm-hmm. it takes a certain amount of people for that to look and feel good. Yeah. Yes. And if you pull up there at 11, 30, 12, and it's empty, you have a lot of options within walking distance of yeah. to just go to. And like yeah. a lot of people would come early, oh, it's not full, and then bounce. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Unless it was a big night. And we had some big, big nights for like, I had a great run there. Mm-hmm. And then it's just, like I was saying earlier off, off mic, yeah. being a promoter, getting people to come to the same club every week is difficult Tough. because like you're selling them the same burger over and over again. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like yeah. you gotta, you know, yeah. you gotta put some cheese on it sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta, oh, we got a new sauce. Yeah. Like you gotta yeah. do something, yeah. and that all costs money. And when clubs are trying to balance their budgets, mm-hmm. they can't always spend like that. So like it was awesome, and then it was not awesome. And we got to the point where it was like they were losing money, and that trickled down to the talent. Of course, and, of course. And then they were like, it got to the point where like, oh man, we can't pay you this week, but we can pay you next week. And we're like. It's like the first thing they cut. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then the next week they came, oh man, so sorry. Like next week for sure. Next week for sure. That happened twice. And me and my partner at the time were like, nah. Yeah, yeah, we're out. We're not. It's not. This is not a charity outfit here. I'm not here for fun. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And also, the club wasn't as awesome anymore because it wasn't packed like that. So I'm like, okay, yeah. we're gonna play the packed, the not so packed club, for free. <laughs> yeah, at least fill it up. <laughs> then you're just like, okay, I'm staying, home. Tipping I'm staying home. <laughs> way on the other side. Yeah, I'd yeah. rather stay home. I'd rather yeah. hang out with a girl. I'd rather watch TV. I'd rather go to sleep. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, I whatever the fuck. So, yeah. and then so then that was done. And then I was like, without a Saturday residency, and you know, at the height of what I at the at what I thought was the height of my career. Yeah. Cause shit was fucking popping. Yeah, yeah. And then it super wasn't. And then <laughs> just have to figure it out. And then something eventually, some other situation eventually would always come along or we'd do things to get ourselves in another position or whatever. And like, you got to weather those downs because when you're up, you're up mm-hmm. and you feel like everything's great. That's why I said what I thought was the peak of my career. Yeah. Like at that time I was like here and then dipped all the way down. But little did I know, I would get going even higher than that after. Yeah, yeah And yeah. you have to be able to weather those yeah. ups and downs in this type of business. And this year, or this past, what, 15 months now? 15, 16 months, yeah. I didn't want to think about it. This is a very big valley. Yeah. Yes. The, the likes that we haven't seen. Mm-hmm. But there's been little peaks in between it that have given me, you know, hope. And... I know we're going to come out of it. I know I'm going to come out of it because I have done it already Mm -hmm. multiple times. Yeah, it's tough. That's the thing. You've had that kind of experience of being being at the bottom, bouncing back. A lot of creatives and ones that listen to us too are like, they they were just getting started. (laughs) You know what I mean? Oh, it's a tough one. The first one's tough. I remember the first one too. Like, I think that that one I just outlined, I think that was my first major down. That like everything was popping mm-hmm. and then it super wasn't and I was like a really mo- a really tough moment to be like yo do I even want to do this anymore damn you know what I mean yeah and yeah. I'm thankful that I really I just love it too much yeah that even if I said I didn't want to do it I was just always getting sucked back into it like if for I'm not sure. DJing at a club I'm DJing at home just for fun straight and up. like you know I'm always into music and I'm always digging about new music and always talking to people about music and trading with DJs and all that and yeah. just I'm just I'm a part of the culture I'm yeah. just a part of it you, you've kind of you've kind of stapled yourself you cemented yourself in the culture now right yeah. like I feel like if you're trying to run you're not going <laughs> well, far well no I can't like, I, tell, far, I tell people all the time it's not what I do it's who I am at yeah. this point so yeah. like how can you not be yourself yeah straight up and, and so and so now like especially during a time like like you know like the one we're in like what what keeps you moving like what keeps you motivated you know to kind of stay on course right? I know you're saying we have hope that the city's going to come back you're, yeah. you you know you can bounce but what what are some things you do you know to keep your mindset just on that side of things like hey we're going I'm going to bounce back from this um, like, I mean a few things number one definitely just the knowledge that you know the shit is up and down and it's just going to go this way and it's not going to kill everything that I do. The club yeah. business might not be the same as it was before. It might be even better. Who yeah. knows? Yeah. Time will tell. Yeah, for sure. It's looking like it's going to be better. People are hella oh, fucking yeah, ready. ready. Oh, they're, they're fired ready. up. Yeah, <laughs> people are pumped. We got, like, the, we, got like, we got like Trinity looking like, a, like it's yeah. fucking rebel. Battle, no, yeah. Yeah. And I'm, not, I'm talking like globally. I'm looking at places that are opening up oh, yeah. and like oh, oh. whatever Festival. they're Saturday. offering, people are in. Yeah. Like even if it's like something that's just like, okay, there's a DJ and you got to <laughs> sit down. People are like, sign me up. Yeah, yeah. let's go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. So I have no yeah. doubt that once things, 
as things gradually get back to mm-hmm. like people every every person that was like eh I'll go next week they're going today yeah sure yeah. I mean, everyone's like eh it's a little bit expensive they're like take my money yeah, yeah. like the first day that they're like yo shit's open like, yeah. like even if it's like just half open or yeah, half yeah. capacity like they're, they're at gonna least go hard. for the first while <laughs> yeah we're gonna see an influx of people just like really really needing yeah. to let loose and get yeah. out and be around people yes which is awesome yeah um, other than that like I said, I've, I've been making music and luckily I started pivoting my career towards more producer artists versus just club DJ nice. a couple years ago. Cool. So with clubs closing down, that didn't affect it as much mm-hmm. because I was already doing something else. Like I'm already in the studio a lot, yeah. working on music, writing music, recording music, releasing music. So that ramped up a little bit actually. At first I was like, fuck, I don't know if I should release music at this yeah. time because there's no parties, there's no concerts. Like, I was just getting going on, like, doing live shows that are not just club gigs, like, actual concert type shit. For sure. And I was like, well, how do I present this music that I'm releasing? But then, as time went on, I'm like, well, I can't not put out these records. And I'm looking in, like, every artist from big to small, they're all putting out projects. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. And then you think about it more, it's like, yo, people still need music to listen to. Facts, Mm -hmm. yeah. So I started doing that, and, like my shit actually made more noise this past year than it was the year before. Wow. Which, I mean, is a, is a, a testament to, like, the progression of things. Yes. Of but also, yeah, in a time when people really need stuff, I was yeah. part of the, uh, the, the faction of people that were providing that. Yeah. You're, you're giving people the solution. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? People want to fucking vibe. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can't just listen to the songs that you know all the time. You yeah. want, you know, something fresh. Something yeah, new. yeah, some fresh new yeah. stuff. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Uh, I was able to do that. The last show I did before the pandemic, oddly enough, was at Regulars. I did one of their Mondays where I, oh. I did like a takeover. Cool. Yeah. And I had a bunch of artists that I'm working with perform songs that we've worked on and some of their other songs. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was dope to do a live showcase. And I'm like, yes, this is that energy. This yeah. is what I want to do. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, can't wait to do next one. <laughs> yeah. Next week. Yeah. And that was that. So that's been keeping me going. And then discovering and figuring out a love for live streaming has become a really, really big part of it. And like has helped me mentally so, so much. Mm -hmm. Because just even just on the base level of being a DJ and like liking sharing music and like connecting with people. Yeah. Not doing that for months was like. Yeah, I mean, it's killing me. Yeah, yeah. Literally killing me. Like I got got like bummed out. Like I don't know if I was depressed or not. For I don't sure, want to disrespect sure. people that actually go through depression, but like yeah. I was pretty yeah, bummed out. You never know, out. man. Yeah. For sure, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I and a, a few of my friends were telling me, "Yo, you should live stream." And I was like, "Yo, I did a couple live streams on Instagram. It fucking sucks." Yeah. And yeah, then it's not the same. Yeah. I signed up for Twitch, and I didn't quite get it. So mm-hmm. I was like, "Whatever." And a lot of my homies were just like, "Trust me, trust me. Yeah. Yeah. Give it a real shot." Yeah. And then we went when we went into like the supreme lockdown in December, like yeah. eight, late November, early December. Yeah. I was like. Fuck it, let me give this thing a shot. Yeah, I got nothing to lose at this yeah. point, yeah. And I just got on one day and ended up spinning for like four or five hours. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I had a great time. It was a really good release. Yeah. I actually felt some kind of connection with people. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, I'm going to do this again tomorrow, guys. <laughs> and like it grew from like 10 people to 15 to 20 and like yeah. just kept growing. Yeah. And I got to understand that there's a whole community there yes. yeah. of people that show up every day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like they get to know each other and like they're talking to each other in the chat yeah. and they're talking to That's me. And like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like a whole thing that I'm like, all right, cool. It's not what I love. It's not what I signed up for. Mm-hmm. But it's something for now, especially yeah. during the winter months where everything yeah. was closed. Keeps you keeps you going. Like, yeah, yeah, man. It gave yeah. me a reason to get out of bed in the morning. Like, yeah. Yeah, for real. Like straight up. And then after Damn. Um, I've been doing it for a few months now and like now I'm like easing off a bit a little bit because I'm like outside. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We outside. Yeah. But yeah. it's it's another thing that I'm you know, I'm gonna continue doing it because yeah. it's like just like there's a lot of things that us creatives do to let people know what we're up to and like to share what it is we're we're yeah. excited about. Mm-hmm. Like that's another avenue. Yeah. yeah. I, I think mean, I think you do a very good job in the variety of your content as well. Just Thank showing you. showing people what you're doing, who you're with. Like I go to your page and there's fashion involved there's people involved there's places around the city involved Mm. so you actually see a lot besides music which is great to see right because people already know right now that you're a dj you make music you're a producer right so what more to kirk is there that we want to know right and that's that's a thing that i think a lot of people miss out on right they just want to show exactly let's say their service yeah instead of of showing everything the value behind kirk himself right that's the thing about social media that i mean everybody teach their own yeah and whatever aspect of it you enjoy do that shit 
But the things that I enjoy is like similar to what you just said. Yeah. I like to get a little bit of insight into who somebody is as a person, of not course. just sell me the thing that you are selling all yeah. the time. Yeah. So that's what I try to do. And I think yeah. that that's more enjoyable to me. Of course. Even when I, I, at the end of the day, I watch my own shit. I'm like, ah, oh, shit. Yeah, that was a good day. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure, I'm sure you, you draw yeah. many more connections that way with your fan base or your audience um, when they get to see the actual real you, you know? And, yeah, and, I think um, so. I hope so. Of course. I, I, I think that's a fact. I think we've, we've, we always preach that as well, just to showcase more of what, who you are, right? Because that's usually the difference factor, right? And, yeah. And, um, I think more people should showcase it. I think you do a great job in doing that. Appreciate um, that. Yeah, it's, so, it's intentional. It's intentional. Love it's it. like, I'm not trying to just sell you shit all the time. Like, yeah. why would you care? I mean, they're sold. They, the first time they're sold already. And then after right. that, it's just like, it's like you're well, just being genuine. Else? You're just being genuine. Yeah, yeah. You're well, just what showing, else? Like, yeah. I'm a human being. So like, what else is there to yeah. me beyond the fact that I make and play music? Of course. Yeah. Like, we all have other interests. We all have <laughs> yes. parts of our personality okay that might not them. be apparent on stage. Yeah. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, you come to a game or you come see me at one of my shows, you don't know that I love eggnog, for yeah. example. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you wouldn't know that. And Damn, then like, we would have had some for you, bro. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm off that. I'm off that. I drank way too much eggnog this winter as I was inside. Eggnog yeah. and Bailey's, I was lit. Jeez. Let's go. But That's good shit, though. I, I somewhere through spring, I was like, man, I gotta get on my healthy. So like, I cut that shit out and yeah. like just been been focusing on trying to like look and feel better. And I, I respect the the live streaming as well because. Uh, for you, you're so used to physical, right? Like you're so used to being in a concert, being, tough, being in a bro. club, right? So that's out of your comfort zone right yeah. away, right? Like no matter what kind of person you are, very happy, very social, very passionate, it's still out of your comfort zone. Mm -hmm. You're not getting the same reactions back, right? So kudos to you for doing that. Is that something that um, you're still doing consistently and you plan to maybe even, let's say, as we get out of this pandemic? Yeah, the schedule is definitely going to change and it'll get lighter yeah. at times, but I think that it's an addition to what it is that I can offer. Just like as a DJ, just as a DJ, not even as an artist, just as yeah. a DJ, we play parties, we upload mixes, we maybe do videos on Instagram yeah. or on YouTube. Yeah. I feel like live streaming is now in that mix of things that we can yes. do and yeah. offer and people can, like it yeah. might not be every day, but it'll be sometimes. Mm -hmm. you know what people I mean? are more used to it now too, definitely. Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. I mean, I never watched anyone on Twitch before. <laughs> like I remember, a few years ago, there was a super popular gamer named Ninja. Yeah. That yeah. He was doing Fortnite or something. Drake yeah. went on one time yeah. and yeah. played Fortnite with him. Yeah. Or Call of Duty. I can't remember yeah. which. And that was my first, like, like paying attention to what the fuck damn. Twitch was yeah, in general. Because prior to that, that, I was like, yeah, gamers, I don't know. But then I saw, okay, this is a non-gamer getting involved. Mm -hmm. yeah. I'm like, huh, maybe there's more to it. And then I shrugged it off and kept living my life. Yeah. And then the pandemic came. And then when I dove in, I was like, yo, there are tons of people doing a lot of, like, it's not Different just gamers shit, yeah. and DJs. There's yeah. so much. Mm -hmm. Like, there's a whole realm on there of people that just stream their regular daily life. Yeah. So, like, they'll be on a bike, they'll put the camera on the front of the bike and just ride through the city. Damn. And thousands of people are watching. That's crazy. Come on. Yeah, dude. I know, I know. Wow. There's people that just do mukbangs. They just sit there and set the camera up and just eat. A lot yeah. of bored people with a lot of boring jobs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shit. Trust me. Okay. People just it's 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 a strange world, man. Yeah. They're just consuming content world. all day, right? Yeah. So anyway, that's easiest. If they, like you said, if they just have it open, they're doing something else. They're watching. They're listening. Yeah. No. Reality TV unlocks something in our brains that didn't exist before. Yeah. Now facts. people just like to see real life in yeah. whatever yeah. form that is. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna circle back for a second. Uh, Drake. Yeah. You said that's a question you always get asked about. <laughs> the number one question. Number one question. So it wasn't our number one, but we're going to mm. make it our number one, I don't know, 10, however many questions we've asked at yeah. this point. But talk to us about Drake. You obviously said you know him to whatever extent, right? Talk to us about that relationship. When you first met him, how that whole thing came, Dubai, you guys being there. Um, yeah. I mean, I've known him since before. I'm not going to act like we're freaking besties or anything, but like I've known the guy <laughs> yeah. since before he was big I'm a DJ in the city he was an artist coming up in the city and like we cross paths and have tons of mutual friends so like we would just always oh. be in the same places or just like yeah. what have you um, and then I remember when his when uh, not so far gone um, what was the first Thank Me Later Thank Me Later yeah. when Thank Me Later dropped before it dropped he had a listening session at Orange Studios with like 10 of us like 10 people and Shit. 40 played the records and he explained each record as we played them. Wow. Come on. And you were there for this? Yeah. Shut and I was like, up, in hindsight, I mean, at the time I was like, yo, bro, this is the one. Like, this is a sick, best I ever had was already out and like, yeah. he was already like on a rise. He was with Wayne and stuff. Yeah. But I was like, I remember like, being like, dude, 
Yeah. Like this project, like yeah, it's gonna do you be, know yeah. what you have here? Yeah. And he's like, yeah, man, we worked, you know, really hard yeah. on it, whatever, whatever. I don't know that he could have known what it would do or like what that would be the beginning of. Yeah, mm-hmm. but they definitely knew something. It was something special. Yeah, of course. And That's crazy. From then to artist of the decade, yeah, it's like I look back and I'm like with nothing but pride. I remember yeah, being crazy. one of the first to be playing his records in the clubs. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's I remember. Insane. Hearing his shit on the radio, like I remember, like "City Is Mine" and "Do What You Do" on a CD with like a white label and just like <laughs> yeah, from the yeah. computer. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's like crazy. that shit all the way to where it is now. And then, and then obviously he started working with the Raptors, so like now we're seeing each other all the time there. Yeah. And then the, through the whole championship run, he would come out to Jurassic Park and like they'd set up couches and we'd watch the game on the big screen together yeah. and shit. That's and insane. The night we won the championship was an away game, so we were out there and fucking spraying champagne on my computer and yeah. shit. <laughs> Thanks, bro. We're gonna drink. You know what I mean? I'm gonna get the guy a new computer, bro. You know what though? That night, nothing could bring my mood down. Yeah, I was like, it's fine. Yeah. It's, oh, let's go. Let's go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's been a really, really dope. I posted like yesterday or the day before when he got the artist of the decade thing. I was like, yo, it's been really incredible to like be a part of it at times as well as just like to witness it from such a close vantage point yeah. you know what i mean like i'm not part of ovo i'm not like you know what i mean i'm not in the crew or anything like that yeah but like so intertwined over the years yeah that like i feel like i've had a front row seat to this fucking greatness yeah yeah and it's been incredible and to see that come from like toronto like i remember city, when he was like, like he used to have trouble getting in the clubs yeah he raps, you know he raps I mean? all that too yeah, 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 yeah like yeah. literally i remember yeah those days That's so like I remember when people were clowning him in this city yeah. <laughs> like yeah. the grassy guy I would yeah, love to yeah, see yeah. those clowns now you know what I mean yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah like I remember when I got the So Far Gone mixtape and I heard Wayne on it and my first thought was did he just like get a Wayne verse and put it on here yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. until Wayne said Drake and said Drizzy and said Toronto I was like oh, oh shit yeah. yeah things are about to change because yeah. Wayne was the man at that yeah. time I was like yo I'm going in like, I didn't know that was happening fucked. Yeah, wow. and then and then I found out from that, and then I like started talking to these guys. I was like, "Yo!" and they're like, "No, he's actually like, it's and happening. Like, like it's legit. Yeah, it's yeah, happening." Yeah. That's I was like, insane. Yo, that's it. Just yeah. to see that. That's man. it. Yeah. And the switch from people hating on him to what <laughs> having man? to accept it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hilarious. I remember him. there's one particular friend of mine. I'm not gonna name him, but one yeah. particular friend of mine that used to be like. I don't think he has what it takes. <laughs> and I told him, I was like, yo, I guarantee you. I've yeah. heard, because I heard some shit that he hadn't heard yet. I, was yeah. like, I guarantee you. This is going to be major. I don't know how high he's going to go, but mm-hmm. it's not low. Yeah, yeah, facts. And, and he was like, city, yeah. he's like ah, I don't know. I don't see it. I think he's good, but like, I don't think he's that good. Mm. I don't think he's good enough. And I was like, all right. We'll have this conversation <laughs> yeah. again. To this yeah. day, every time I see him, I was like, yo. Remember that time you told me that you're not going to make it? <laughs> and he's like, fuck off. Yeah. No, but like, true. I've been telling, I've been having that conversation with him, that second half of the conversation for like the last 10 years. Yeah. Every time I see him, hey, man. Well, you're <laughs> How good. you doing? You good? <laughs> Remember that time you said? <laughs> no, you're true. It, it went from like people clowning him to people accepting him to people just loving. Yeah. Like it was like. It, so now were, he can't even walk these streets. No way. No. Oh, no my, shot. No, like, even in the disguise, they'll find out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's true. And, yeah. And, and what a big, like what a big thing it did for the city, for creatives from the city, from the country, honestly, like you can go that far. Like yeah. just, and, and then you want to take it a step further. And this obviously, like you said, it really dives into your world. What he did for the Raptors. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and that, so it's like. That shit was like, you couldn't have written a better story. It happened. Yes. The Raptors were just getting better. Yeah. Drake was becoming the biggest yeah. artist in the world. And yeah. then like it met right at that yeah. point. Yeah. Yeah. And then both team, both things yeah. just went all the way up. Yeah, exactly. It was amazing. He started dropping tracks, whatever. It was just like, it was just like. Yeah. Like hand and then hand. we just kept going and going to the point where we won the championship. It was yeah. like. Yeah, it was insane. Could not have insane. written a better fairy tale. But damn, Orange Studios, like you were. That yeah, kind, that was the moment. I wish. wish dude, you got that a was like on your head. I wish. Yeah, like, that was like before <laughs> smartphones were good. Yeah. yeah. So, so I like, wish. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm sure we probably couldn't have videotaped it at that time yeah. anyway. But I wish I, I would have had like a did you know when you walk around with like digital freaking camera? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah like the, you had that and your phone <laughs> yeah. because the phone video sucked. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like it would have been them times. Like this was like. When did that come out? Oh, oh eight, oh nine, yeah, oh eight, some I shit think, like yeah. that. So it was like before it dropped. It was like, damn, maybe four or five months before it dropped. 
that's like a moment in history, bro. Yeah, like, that's like I was in that room. And yeah. it, was, it was like was, was that ever like motivation for you to kind of look at that and just be like, yo, this guy's taking over a whole country. I could do whatever the fuck I want. Uh, no, I had that before. Yeah, yeah. It didn't, didn't help you. Yeah. Didn't give you an no, extra. No, no, no. That no? wasn't. I mean, that was just like awesome. Other people yeah. see what we have going on here, but I've always seen what we've had here. Like, yeah. and it's not just him. He yeah. happens to be the artist of the decade, the biggest ever to come out of this country. Yeah, but. We got the weekend. We got yeah. Bieber. We got freaking Shawn Mendes. We got yeah. Jesse Reyes. We got yes. Daniel Caesar. Like these yeah. are just some of the names. At least Kyra. Like these are world class. And these are ma- yeah. Exactly. Within the last few years. Yeah. You know true. what I mean? This is not it's even true. counting the Cardinals and the Shot Clairs yeah. and yeah. Yeah. you know what I mean. And if you yeah. want to take it outside of Black music, there's like we've always had like Brian Adams, Shania yeah. Twain. Like yeah. Canada's Shania had Dion. shit. Mm-hmm. But like as far as Black music, it's newer. Yeah, you know what I mean. It started with Maestro, yeah, and Mishy Me, and you know what I mean. All yeah. of that up until now, but there's a lot of people that don't know about the stuff that came before Drake. It's like Drake was the beginning of it. It's like without Socrates and Cardinal, yeah, all, and all. But these, he always shows them love, though. Yeah, like, he, he does for sure. Love. Yeah, because he obviously he knows it was kind of his rise sort of came off the back of these yeah. guys too, right? I think it, I think everyone's was, opening doors for each other. I think it was like know? a year ago or a year and a half ago. He like even shouted out Sean Desmond, and that was yeah. the one that I fucked with. I love yeah, Sean Desmond. Sean's the best. Yeah. Love that guy. Like so, he shouted him out, and I'm like, yeah, that's dope to see him paying respect to the people before him who maybe didn't reach the pinnacles that he did, but right. like was still able to say like, hey, these well, guys you know were. What? We weren't ready yet. The internet yeah. wasn't what it is now. Yes, and Drake's rise is directly linked to the fact that the internet popped off yeah. around 2010-ish mm-hmm. and blogs became the thing Yes, and you know what I mean the October is very, very own, own yeah. like yeah. all that ATF shit like all that was on it lived online bro I used like, to be on so that far blog gone, all the time was an online thing like if yes. you got the CD cool but like it was online yeah you yeah. can get online yeah. and that's why everybody got it mm-hmm. if he was hand to handing those it wouldn't have been that widespread Facts. You know That's I mean? true. That's true. Everybody we're talking about before that, the internet wasn't there yeah. for them to distribute music like that and get out. You, you had to have a label. And like, you yeah. had to have a label and radio support. Yes. And if so they didn't harder. do their job, then it was like Cardinal um, Dangerous yeah. was the first thing that we had that was, like, yes. that was the biggest song in the fucking world yeah. at yeah. that time. Yeah, it's yeah. true. You know what I mean? It's true. But it was with the help of Akon and, uh, Akon and his label yeah. that made that happen. Yeah. Great song. Mm-hmm. The song it wouldn't have been that without the song being that amazing, but it had the vehicle also. Yeah, because this was just before the internet was going to be, be that thing that like just throw it on the internet and it can fucking explode. Yeah, yeah. without any help from labels. Yeah, yeah. yeah. there's no such thing as viral <laughs> before that. Yeah, exactly. You can go viral two seconds. Yeah, um, I want to ask you about just some of your achievements. What's been your your favorite achievement or your best achievement? Because I've seen that you won Canadian DJ of the Year. In the recent yeah. years, which is which is huge. Like um, I look at that and that's massive. You're <laughs> you know what's funny? I don't when when you say achievements, I don't think about the trophies. And yeah, shit. of course, of course. Like, I don't really like that's cool. I've won I've won a bunch of DJ awards and I'm thankful yeah. that I felt awesome at the time. Yeah, and like <laughs> but you're already over those. <laughs> now. Yeah. No, no, no. But it was like at the same time, it's like who decides who's the fucking. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's like yeah, I'm well liked and I know I do my thing. Cool. Yeah. With or without this trophy, I'm still killing this shit. Yeah, you know Fox, what I mean? Yeah. So like I knew that at the time. It was like yeah, yeah the accolades are cool. But I'm like, I don't need this for this to be happening. This is already happening. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm already global. I'm already playing all over the fucking world. Yeah. yeah. And that's not because somebody said I'm good. That's because I put in the fucking work. Work, yeah. Fox. You feel me? Jeez. Fox. Um, yeah. As far as the achievements, though. Um, Fulfillments, like just, you know? I think just um, places that I've been, Yeah. that's an achievement to me. Yeah. It's like I've been able to, like, the thing that I set out to do, I'm done. I'm mm-hmm. doing. Yeah. Not currently, yeah. not at the moment. It's <laughs> okay. But in general, yeah. like you know, I said I called myself Four Corners because I wanted to travel, and I think more than any DJ that I know mm-hmm. from my like scene, including yeah. my mentors, I've done more yeah. of that amazing. than yeah. they have. You know what I mean? Yeah. It doesn't mean that my career is better than theirs, mm-hmm. but my my eyes were sight, sighted on this thing yeah. and I've done that thing. It was low-key better. It was low-key better. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. no, I'm dope. No, no, no. like, you know what I yeah. mean? Everybody's version of what it is that they want for yeah. themselves is different. For this sure. is what I wanted for myself. Was there, and was there, I've done that shit. Was there like a moment, a, a place, a time when you were like, just like, holy shit like absolutely yeah like absolutely. What? I just told this story a couple of weeks ago on, on, a, on a live stream okay. first time I played in Paris nice. it was wow. like the club was awesome everything was dope like it was just like everything was just like wow I'm in Paris uh-huh. and the morning after the gig the promoter was supposed to take me and my boy to go see the Eiffel Tower and he fucked off 
I guess he was sleeping or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And we just had to figure it out ourselves. So we like navigated the, the Paris metro mm-hmm. and found our way there. And like the moment of seeing the Eiffel Tower in real life yeah. was one of those moments. Like the first big moment in my life, in my career, to be like, yo, we're really doing this thing. Because yeah. like that's an iconic thing that I've yeah. seen my entire Crazy. life in pictures on TV. And to actually be there, like just to smell the air and see mm-hmm. it and touch it. Yeah. Like that was one of those moments for real. It's different, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah oh, yeah. yeah. And then since then, I've been to Paris, I don't even know how many times, which was like, <laughs> wow to me. Yeah, yeah. Like it's wow. So it's the travel for you, really. Um, the travel and the experiences yeah. and like being able to perform in front of different people and learn different music cultures and meet and yeah. artists and collaborate and like all that shit is I feel like is my greatest achievement to be yeah. able to like have taken this idea mm-hmm. and made it happen in real life like yeah. that's that's that shit and the ring the ring's yeah. pretty cool yeah, I was gonna say, oh, I mean this guy got man. a ring yo right? I mean I played yeah. basketball <laughs> yeah. I okay. never really thought I was gonna go to the NBA but like I played competitive basketball all the way up into university oh shit okay um, but having a championship ring Crazy is like a combination of like, wow. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I yeah. grew up watching Michael Jordan in that era. Yeah. And like I got one. I he is six. I got one. Yeah. But hey. But it's the same yeah. thing. Yeah, it's same more than a lot thing. of people. You know what I mean? <laughs> like you got yeah. legit, you got the real like Yeah, the, with my name engraved in it and damn, all that shit, dude. That's crazy. I'll show you a picture in a bit. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy, man. Um, oh Kirk, for any for any new people to the industry, someone that's say starting off DJing in the past year. Um, what would you say what would you say to them to begin with just I mean in terms of advice in terms of what to look for who to work with um, um, but I'm sure there's a lot of people listening that would that would definitely take this advice as they're new to the music scene okay um, anyone who started in the past year I first thing I'd be like what the fuck are you doing <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking about what are you guys doing um, but if you love it that much Okay, because I know that there are some people that have picked yeah. it up as a, even a lot of my friends that are yeah. not DJs yeah. have hit me with adv- asking for advice like, yo, I want to pick up like, I don't want to get like all the equipment, but if I can just get a controller mm-hmm. that I know they're cheaper and it's yeah. kind of an all-in-one unit and I can kind of fuck around, um, do you have any recommendations? And I'm like, yeah, sure, because DJing is awesome. Yeah. Like, even if you just want to do it for fun, yeah. it's a great, great thing to do. Like, if yeah. you love music. Yeah enjoying music how, and manipulating it and like it's, it's super fun mm-hmm. I, I highly recommend anyone who's a music lover to dabble in it yeah if you want to use do it as a career um, there's a lot more to it than dabbling of course yeah. and again the first thing I always say is like number one make sure you love it for it yeah not for what it com- what comes with it it's important because there's a lot of people that you mean especially while club life was was what it was yeah you know, there's girls, there's clout, the there's boots. free drinks, yeah. there's, you know what I mean? Yeah. Get to look cool in front of your friends, all that shit. Of course. Like, all that shit comes with it, for sure. It's great. It's a mm-hmm. great position to be in. But, like, do you love the thing, though? Yes. You know I mean, yeah. I say the same thing for, for artists. As I'm making music, I'm like, people are asking me for advice. I'm like, yo, do you love making music? Like, there's something that you need to get out? Or do you just want to be, like, a on stage with people... Yeah sucking your dick like yeah. you know what I mean real yeah. talk yeah, it's it's talk like, yeah. which part of it I mean you can <laughs> have both right I mean, you can yeah. absolutely you can but which part is the base of that motivation yeah, yeah. it's right. gonna keep you going you know yeah. what I mean because like let me tell you if you just want the accolades and all of that stuff this shit's gonna go up and yeah. down mm-hmm. when that shit goes down you're gonna jump shit because none of that exists during that time yeah. Yeah. but if you actually love the thing that never goes away Facts. no matter what yeah. You still have the music. You still have the love for it. And you'll persevere because you can't not do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Well, it's like you said, no, it's just been a, it's a part of you now. It's just yeah. what you are. Exactly. You are. If you're doing it only for what comes with it, when what comes with it is not there, yeah. you're out. Yeah, yeah it's true. You're gone, yeah. But if you're doing it for the love of the actual thing, you'll do it highs and lows. And you'll be able to benefit from what comes with it yeah. also. Yeah, but not use that as a factor to keep going. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like just just like any business. Like yeah. if you start a business because you want to get rich, probably not going to be as successful as the person that starts a business because they have some kind of passion. Yeah, yeah. because that shit ain't easy. Mm-hmm. And when it gets tough, it's a lot easier to push through if you're really passionate yeah. about it. Yes. If you're just in it for the money and you're like, mm, it's not making me money, you'll probably do something else. Yeah. Yeah. You're gonna dip real fast. Yeah. yeah. Real fucking quick. Yeah. Okay. Listen. <laughs> We're the MBH podcast, Money Buys Happiness. Yes. 
when you hear money buys happiness what comes to mind what do you think to me it is very interesting like i saw the name of the podcast and i saw it i've seen some episodes or whatever um to me money does not specifically buy happiness okay. however the key and this has been the key to my life if you can find the thing that you love to do that you would do for free and finesse how to get paid for that shit yeah that's it that's everything yeah, yeah. So that's where you get the happiness yeah because yeah. you know that m money comes with the thing that you've like figured out yeah you know I mean i figured out i love music i love traveling i love basketball I figured out ways to finesse these things into a career. Yeah, you finesse this shit. Finesse up. the all fuck out of this shit. I'm Jane and Shepard, bro. I finesse this shit. Is that why Jane Shepard? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I had a feeling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's insane, Shepherd, man. So that's insane. Um, and yeah, that's yeah. that's it. And like, whether I become a billionaire or just get by, I'm already fucking rich. Yeah. Don't. Jeez, that's Damn. my guy, dog. <laughs> Jeez. Listen. <laughs> Big facts, though. Big facts. Oh, wow. A lot yeah, of people fuck. have to hear that. Um, straight up. Listen, man, it's been a pleasure to have you here, straight up. Um, we're going to be looking out for you, what you're doing in the next couple yeah. months. Yeah. Couple yes. years. I, got a, I got a new record coming out in uh, on June 24th. Okay. Amazing. With my house music project called 401 West. Yeah. Uh, partnership oh. with my guy, Ashton Adams. Cool. Um, it's featuring an artist from Montreal by the name of Zach Zoya. Okay. Beautiful. Super excited about this record. Yeah. I mean, we put out a few records under this name already. We put yeah. out an EP last year that's doing really well. But this record is like so excited about this and a new EP we're working on. Nice. And some more yeah. Four Corner shit. Like yeah, there's yeah. lots of music. Up. I haven't released any music yet this year. Okay. Because we dropped the EP in November and we just kind of been like... Yeah, I don't know. I've been live streaming a lot. I've been like, you know, just in the Busy. house. Yeah. Just working on stuff. And yeah. like now that the weather is, you know, we're looking outside. We're like, all right, it's time. Yeah, let's the go. The time has come. Let's it is upon go. us. So <laughs> we're going to start go. dropping these records and, and, and fucking getting outside. Go, man. We're, we're figuring out where and how we can present them. Where can everyone find you online if they want to check um, you out, hit you up? The hub for everything is fourcorners.com. Beautiful. Like you'll find everything for number four, corners with a K. And um, beyond that, like, at Four Corners on Instagram, oh. slash Four Corners on Twitter, on nice. uh, Twitch. Let's um, go. It's all that. But fourcorners.com is where I send everybody because that's you can find everything there and links to all that. Cool. Beautiful. Cool. All right, bro. Man, it's been an absolute pleasure. We'll, we'll, have, we'll have you back on in a year, you know? See yeah, we're bring the ring next time. We're out of this shit. Yes, bring the ring next time. I'll bring the ring next time. All right, man. Appreciate it. Much love. Much we love. Out. Dean? We are out.